What does a girl do? I mean, sometimes she just can't make up her mind, Chris, and choose a topic. So I'm going to talk about this because I, well, we, we may have discussed this in the past, but I'd like to revisit the topic. The, For uh, listeners who are unfamiliar, there are always more topics than there is time available. Right. And, and I think, and as you stated couple years ago when I well I guess it's been three years now since I've been with WSAU that um, one of the most difficult uh, parts of this job is determining what you know what direction where to go and, sure. and again I get lost sometimes on these during these breaks when you're um, when you're reporting on the news I am reading and reading and reading and and then I think oh this is a good one and then I and then I read something else and I think no 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 wait this is this is a better one imagine having those conversations with yourself also I have shared many times and uh, I know that you are also a I don't know if I'd call you a fan but you do uh, like Tucker Carlson as I do and I joined the Tucker Carlson network because I like to keep um, up on what he's talking about. In fact, my husband and I, often when we are on some sort of road trip, we listen to Tucker Carlson interviews and it passes the time. It's often, well, it's almost always not an uplifting message. It's more, uh, well, it's information that you need to know, but it's also at the same time, you just think, oh my gosh, what else could possibly be wrong with this world? And, you know, I guess I, I believe, despite the fact that it's often hard to hear some of the news that Tucker Carlson reports, it's necessary. And uh, he uh, announced, and there, were, there was a lot of um, chatter about it before he announced that he uh, traveled, he and his team traveled to Russia to interview Vladimir Putin and the interview itself has not yet been released. However, he did release a, well, just a little monologue and, and kind of a, uh, a preview of what we can expect uh, with this interview with Vladimir Putin. And I want to play a little bit of it, Chris, uh, the, I guess what I would say is like a mini monologue and, and then get your, uh, response to it. So here's uh, here's Tucker Carlson. He's actually standing outside in, you can see, you can tell that it's Moscow. Howdy, here it is. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we've thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. They have no real idea what's happening in this region, here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. But they should know. They're paying for much of it in ways they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster. It's left hundreds of thousands of people dead, an entire generation of young Ukrainians, and it's depopulated the largest country in Europe. But the long-term effects are even more profound. This war has utterly reshaped the global military and trade alliances. And the sanctions that followed have as well. And in total, they have upended the world economy. The post-World War II economic order, the system that guaranteed prosperity in the West for more than 80 years, is coming apart very fast. And along with it, the dominance of the US dollar. 
These are not small changes. They are history-altering developments. They will define the lives of our grandchildren. Most of the world understands this perfectly well. They can see it. Ask anyone in Asia or the Middle East what the future looks like. And yet the populations of the English-speaking countries seem mostly unaware. They think that as nothing has really changed. And they think that because no one has told them the truth. Their media outlets are corrupt. They lie to their readers and viewers. And they do that mostly by omission. For example, since the day the war in Ukraine began, American media outlets have spoken to scores of people from Ukraine, and they have done scores of interviews with Ukrainian President Zelensky. We ourselves have put in a request for an interview with Zelensky, and we hope he accepts. But the interviews he's already done in the United States are not traditional interviews. They are fawning pep sessions, specifically designed to amplify Zelensky's demand that the U.S. enter more deeply into a war in Eastern Europe and pay for it. That is not journalism. It is government propaganda, propaganda of the ugliest kind, the kind that kills people. At the same time, our politicians and media outlets have been doing this, promoting a foreign leader like he's a new consumer brand. Not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. Okay, I'm going to end it there. So, Chris, I, you know, I guess he's he's obviously brought up a number of really good points, and and I think it's it's I admire him so much for his willingness to really share this information with the American citizens. And you know, I think I, I've I've said well, I've been very critical of this war uh, from the very beginning of of the United States involvement in this war and the continued. Uh, I, I mean, essentially, a taxpayer-funded war, and I don't even know if it's if it's so much uh, that we're funding a war as much as we are funding the oligarchs in uh, Ukraine, and who knows what how uh, uh, Zelensky is benefiting from this? Of course, we know he's somehow benefiting from this, as well as we're paying we're paying the pensions, we're paying uh, for. Uh, the employees uh, that the the government employs in Ukraine. I mean, the whole thing is just insanity to me. Yeah, look, um, a couple of things that the public needs to know. First, Ukraine is so corrupt that we need our inspector general to make sure the money we give them actually goes to the soldiers and the fighting and doesn't just go into the pockets of corrupt politicians. Um, Joe Biden knew that. Hunter Biden knew that. That's why he's on the board of that Ukrainian energy company, because that's how you get money from Ukraine, that Ukraine is the ultimate pay to play. It's a place that's run by corrupt oligarchs. Um, the other thing that we've kind of exposed here is that Vladimir Putin's army boots on the ground kind of sucks. That that for going in and taking over Ukraine, that hasn't happened. Russia's had a much more difficult fight than we thought. So something that bleeds Russia, one of our geopolitical adversaries, that's not a bad thing, but I'm not sure we should foot the bill for it. And as I've said many times on this broadcast, Ukraine is not a national security interest of the United States. So why do we pick up the check for all of this? Because in the last hundred years, Ukraine has been a part of the former Soviet Union, an independent province of Russia, and an independent nation. And none of that has made much of a difference to us here in the United States. And if you, <clears throat> excuse me, if you continue to watch this, and in fact, this is uh, for everyone to uh, 
to actually watch. You don't have to be a subscriber to the Tucker Carlson new, uh, network. You can just go to TuckerCarlson.com and, and watch this little mini monologue, if you will. Uh, I think it's about four and a half minutes. Uh, he's also going to make the entire interview with Vladimir Putin available for anyone to watch as well. And he stated in during the course of his remarks that Elon Musk has agreed to keep it up on X. And, you know, you're not probably going to have access to it anywhere else because, you know, as he's suggesting, there is some, uh, well, there is control over what the American people are allowed to know and allowed to to uh, to hear from the mainstream media. He did say that they're not interviewing. He's not interviewing Vladimir Putin because he loves Vladimir Putin. He's interviewing Putin because he loves America. And that's something to keep in mind. But uh, keep your eye out for it. Of course, I will... Uh, alert uh, our listeners when he does uh, post the video and probably include some uh, some sort of conversation about it as well. But it will be interesting to get a different perspective, the a perspective that we are not, uh, we are not, we have no access to at this point. And, and I, uh, again, I've been critical of uh, the, well, the Ukrainian side and not the Ukrainian people, but the Ukrainian side of this all along and the, the idea that we are we have a blank check uh, uh, that is taxpayer fortified that is going to this conflict in Ukraine, which I'm not even sure if that's indeed why this money is uh, being uh, sent to Ukraine. And I, I have yet to have anyone explain to me why this uh, this war, which seems to be this war in quotes, which seems to be going on forever. Yeah, a bottomless pit that we shovel our money into. Right. Well, and, and again, uh, it will be an interesting, certainly an interesting interview and something that no other news outlet, no other journalist in the country, well, and, and, and perhaps in the world, has taken the time to to hear the point of view of Putin. We'll be right back on the WSAU Wisconsin Morning News. A full dose of the day's events. The news you need, the issues you're passionate about. I find that very disturbing. AM 550, FM 99.9, WSAU.